No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Today I'm in here with Young Bands. How you doing, bro? Doing good. Fuck going on, Adam. Oh, I'm chilling, man. I feel like we should have got this in a long time ago when you first started cracking off, but I'm glad we, we got it one day sooner or later, regardless. For sure. How you feeling? It's better now. Yeah. I'm going crazy. You think it's better? Why? Because you fucking couldn't have talked about shit anyway back then? Mm, I mean, I still really can't talk about certain shit, certain shit sensitive, but mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now yeah. just more to talk about. The whole time I've known you, it's always been like, man, Young Dan's, he's, he's fire, but he can't, can't leave Atlanta, can't leave the crib. Yeah. But you're out here. For sure. You got a few days at least. Yeah. There's a short She got to prove. Like, she got to prove. Oh, I got to prove. You got you to gotta go in and like ask and shit every yeah, time you want to leave. permission to leave this to date, this itinerary. This is what we're doing. Then it's straight back home. Really? Yeah. Damn. Is that? I'm, I'm going to be done with this shit. It's going to be done soon, you think? Yeah. Really? I give it about. Tops four more months. Wow. Okay. Four more months. I'm not what you think? Rick? Four more months. Four more months. Four more months, and then after that, you never know what happened. But hope for the best. There it goes. Always. Do you feel like that shit has limited you a lot over the last couple of years? It limited me a lot, but it also taught me a lot. Mm. You know, like a lot of lessons, a lot of like discipline, like just smarter. You know what I'm saying? I'm just observing everything, watching everything, using it to my advantage. Mm. I feel like a lot of niggas, they, they be out and you get so caught up in the shit that's going on around them and the scene and shit, you know? Mm. Like, I'm not a part of that. Like, I mean, I guess, because I do music and I'm an artist and people like know me and niggas, I interact with rappers sometimes, but overall, I'm not a part of no scene. I'm, I'm doing my own thing. But you might have been more part of the scene if you hadn't been limited like that. Like, you might have been out just being in L.A. all the time, fucking with the same random doing ass niggas, girls doing that everybody that, fucking yeah. with. Niggas be lost in the sauce. Can't do that, you know? That's what happens in rap that fucks it up is that everybody starts fucking the same five girls once they get famous. <laughs> I got to get one good bitch, solid bitch. You got that? Mm, yeah, for sure. Really? Okay. That's good. That's all you can hope for. How old are you these days? And damn, you really hitting the jewel through the mask? <laughs> 20. I just turned 20 in May. Does this work? You're 20? That's crazy. Oh, see, just like that, huh? Yeah, 20. We were supposed to smoke a spliff before you came in here, but then uh, I don't know what the fuck happened. Jason didn't come through with it. But you can't smoke weed. Hell no. No. It's been a while? Man, it's been years, like two years. I, I smoke a blunt. I'm going to be too high on your podcast. Yep. No, you don't want Ge that. That's happening. We had somebody fall asleep like last week. I ain't going to fall asleep in the bitch yet. Geeking. <laughs> yeah, the boy don't have you losing your mind. Oh, God. How do you, uh, let's just talk about this first. How you feel now that the project is finally here? I listened to it a couple times this morning. It's fire. I feel amazing. Mm. I feel amazing. Like, finally, the world get to hear the shit I've been working on, the shit I've been thinking about going through. All the, like, before this was a bunch of, like, unheard music. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And these got they opinions about this and their opinions about that. But now y'all hear this shit, so this is how we coming. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And we, we coming harder than this after. Right. You know? What so, what made you even feel like now was the time to drop the project versus like the last couple of years? It, it seems like it would have been a good time to drop the shit any time over the last year or two. It wasn't time because it wasn't time because the music, it was always there to a certain extent, but now it's there. Like mm. now, okay, masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I feel, I feel like, okay, it's the, it's the body of work is, is what it's supposed to be. Mm. I'm finna get this shit to the world. I, I really care about that shit. It's like my life, you know what I'm saying? The music shit, just like, this me. You know what I'm saying? I can't just put out anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is my legacy. I had to lead this to the world. If I die, if anything happened, this what, is what I left everybody with to listen to, to remember me from. This yeah. they're gonna remember me from. So. That's the right mentality for sure. So, so who were you before we knew about you? Who was I? Because when I found out, it obviously was from the X and Ski song. Yeah. But prior to all that, 
who were you as far as like where you were coming up and just as a rapper and everything like wh where were you really at before that happened and then all of a sudden everybody was asking who you were i'm the same nigga i'm the same nigga like me now same me back then now just people just checking for me more you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying same person i mean if that's your question uh no where, where would you like grow up and stuff and like how what were you oh, doing rap wise and everything shit. before that uh <laughs> we grew, we grew up in atlanta i grew up in atlanta me me and all the bros like really i just i was young like 14 i had to jump out the porch and just chase this shit all the way uh -huh. give it like all the gas like, i just said fuck everything else man do this music shit how long have you even been rapping before that song came out though what song the, the, the x and ski song yeah i've probably been rapping like what how long was rapping before that shit uh, two, years, two years, two years, but I wasn't recording like consistently. I, ain't, you know, okay. It was like it was a lot of other shit going on. You were in the neighborhood, in real, yeah. It was real life shit going on. Niggas really in the street. So I had studio time ain't free. Mm. Recording ain't free. None of this shit just easy. You get what I'm saying? Now it's easy. It's like a job. Like it's mm. all provided. If I want to record, I'm gonna record. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I want to do this, I can do this. Right. Back then, I had other shit going on. But were you popping at all before that that song? To me, nah. To other people, maybe. Yeah, a few songs that were cracking off, but nothing too serious. That four tablespoons shit. Okay. You heard that? What was it? Four tablespoons. Oh, that was the song. That was my first song on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forget. Like but. 2014, 2013, like. Oh, that long ago. Long time ago, yeah. So these so really pioneers of this shit. They okay. don't know. See. But it's different eras. I feel like a young band is like, it's like that era, that that stage, and then now we here. Now I'm just glowed up. This you know is what like saying? commercial label guy, full album no, out. We don't got no label. No it's label? Not, it's not even commercial. You listen to music, it's not commercial. Okay. It's just sonically, I just work hard. I just work hard on this shit to make it sound crazy. Right. Got my own sound. Like I just meant in the sense that like, you know, you might feel like you're doing something on SoundCloud when you're first coming out doing all that shit, but then once you actually have a real label out, like real or a real album out on on Apple Music and Spotify, and people can really get in there and shit, it's like it's, I miss it's the a SoundCloud days. This shit was more simpler, like it was simpler, it was more realer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The fans is more in tune and connected with you, and like you can feel the love a little bit more. Mm. When you get to this point, shit just get kind of real fake. And I don't know what the fuck the difference is, but it's like just because you have to pay 10 bucks a month on Apple Music or Spotify and it's like a little harder to get your shit up, it definitely does change the vibe. And it, remember like when Future, like Future wanted to get lit, which coincidentally Future you signed to, but remember when Future wanted to get lit so he just put his tapes on SoundCloud for free and somehow that was like a big deal and everybody was like super hyped that those were out there like that? Like it's because hard bro, to imagine it's music, anybody. It's music, like niggas, they want the music. Yeah. Overall, they want the music. Fans want the music. They getting it for free. It's like, damn, just need gifting us his music. They ain't making us pay for it. Everybody don't got money. Mm. These rappers don't even have money. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it feels <laughs> like everybody pays that ten bucks a month now. So it's almost like Apple Music is spot is the same shit as SoundCloud See, used Spotify to be. Spotify and Apple Music got their own fan base. Yeah. The people it does. who can pay ten months, ten dollars a month, have ten bucks a month. There's yeah. a lot of people that are left out There's of that equation. A lot of people equation. who don't get to hear that shit. A lot mm. of people who don't get to support that shit how they would want to. Mm. They get to hear how they get to hear it whenever it's convenient. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy how much our our judgment of the situation has changed. Cause I like remember when X put out his first project and it was it was not on SoundCloud and everybody was acting like he was bugging. And now that's so normal. 
But to not put it on SoundCloud? Yeah, nobody yeah. puts that shit on SoundCloud anymore. You might put one song just to promote it. But Everybody going to suggest that, like, distribution companies, labels, mm. bro, because they want, they, they want the money. Yeah. Don't put that on SoundCloud. Like, bro, you got to get these streams going crazy, da, da, da. Right. That kind of thing. They're but trying really, to make like, back that money. the reason I put that shit on SoundCloud, because, nigga, that's where we started. Your project's on there, too? I just put it up. I told oh, Jake, you okay. put this shit on SoundCloud. Nice. For the fans, like, I miss the SoundCloud days. I'm not going to lie to you. The, the, the iTunes shit, we climbing the charts. Mm. I'm just I just passed Taylor Swift. You know what I'm saying? That shit big. Yep. But nigga, also like, I still want to be tapped in with my fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my fans who can't hear it that that way, but still be able to hear that shit. Still be able to like listen to this music because it's really for them. Yeah. All these new niggas who just ride the wave, be bandwagon and shit. That shit lame. Yeah. All the samples and shit too. That like a lot of that original SoundCloud shit would not have just been able to be up on Spotify and Apple Music because it had random ass samples and shit. Yeah. Well, so you're going crazy there, clear it down. Okay, so how did that X song happen? I love when they run. Yeah, because that's when I first really started to be like, all right, who is this dude? So basically, X, Ski Mask, they're from Florida, from Miami, and we was in Atlanta. I got booked for my first show off of the Four Tablespoon song. Okay. So Rojas, you know Rojas? Yeah. Rojas hit me up and he like, bro, we trying to book you in Miami for this show um, with 21 Savage. That shit was 21 Savage, wasn't it? 21 Savage. X and Ski was on the lineup. So it was 21 Savage, me, then X, and then Ski. Okay. Because back then, I had a little bit more steam than them. Right. Because we been doing the SoundCloud shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Basically, X and Ski reached out on Twitter like, yo, your music fire as fuck, bro. When you come down here, let's link. Oh, nice. We turned up with you on stage at the show. Like, young Ben's going to come down here. You know what I'm saying? We came down there. I swear to God, I, I, like, it was literally on like 20 people at this show. <laughs> 21 Savage X and Young Band shows like 20 people in but the crowd. But it's still so early for 21 even. Early. That right. was before 21 really he got popping too. He wasn't nobody, I think. What he yeah. had a, what he had a skirt, skirt. Yeah. <laughs> like 20 people in the crowd. No, because I remember seeing 21. Not even Red Ops yet, because Red Ops when he blew up. 21 came to LA and played some shows like at least a year after that. And the shows were like, eh, like starting to maybe have like a couple hundred people. But even then, like a year after that, 21 was still not that lit. So that was like crazy early 21 and young bands and everything. Early for everybody. Legendary shit. Niggas don't even know about that. That's crazy. But basically, we on stage. And it's like my first show, literally, it's my first show. Uh -huh. Nigga X, he been real like, he just outgoing. He just like, Everybody come come get come cause to the fucking front. Turn up for my brother young bands. Everybody come to the fucking front and turn up. You know, <laughs> turning up. Like he on some crazy shit. <laughs> so then uh, everybody came to the front. Turn. Like we performed all together. Like we just performed like like they was with us, like gang, family, we just all performed. Yeah. After that, basically my manager, um, Rick, my manager, um, he got locked up. So we drove out to we was driving out to a show in Texas. The car flipped. Both cars flipped. Crazy shit, like both cars flip. And then, um, hey, what they was trying to say, I had some shit in the car. They had some shit in the car, so we were in Texas, a racist ass county. They locked Rick up in the other whole car. So Rick holding all the money. Niggas ain't even had no money. Rick, Rick really been hustling, having, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's my big bro, so he just had shit under control. Mm -hmm. He had all the cash. They locked this man up. So we had Rich with us. That was my, uh, a nigga I used to fuck with, his partner. He was like, the DJ for, uh -huh. that, for that for that particular moment. He basically made it so we just got able to make it to Miami. So we made our flights. The car flipped. The bitch in Texas picked us up. We hit the airport, went to Miami. After the show, X and Ski just showed so much love, bro. Like, really? So much love. Like, 
we ain't had shit. We didn't know where we was finna go. Roll house, like, bro, like, bands and them, like, you know what I'm saying? And then X and Ski Base, like, well, we got a hotel. We're gonna get y'all a hotel um, until y'all can find a way to get y'all flights back. Y'all can stay at some, like, the member only, members only niggas crib. At the porn mansion? No, nah, no, we didn't stay at no. the porn mansion. <laughs> niggas kept saying, go, gotta go to Bruno's, gotta go to Bruno's, Benz, let's go to Bruno's. You might never leave. <laughs> there might be a young Benz porno floating around if you had done that. Nah, I fought with Bruno. I just met Bruno for the first time in Miami. But, uh -huh. um, so, yeah, we, we was out there with them for like a minute. We was out there for like, I think we was out there a week, <laughs> stranded. <laughs> stranded for like a week in Miami. Um, me, Trap Trail, and this other nigga. And um, they just showing love. Basically, we got in the studio. Yeah, we got in the studio one of them days, and we made that shit. We just mm -hmm. made that shit. Like, we sat in the studio, a little room, like, up to my room. As big as, like, see where that right. corner at? To that light, to this wall, mm -hmm. to this wall. Minimalist shit. Bro, mic like this in the closet. So, like, this the closet, you gonna cut it in half. Mm -hmm. Ten niggas in there, we hot as fuck, sweating. <laughs> Nigga X pulled a beat up. He already got a rope. He just going crazy. You know what I'm saying? He's like, Bands, I want you to get on this. Ski, get on this. So, you know, Ski make his verse. X lay his shit down. I come in. I had second verse. I know. Yeah, second verse. Right. I go in, I go in the closet. You know, I freestyle. Freestyle that shit. Like, it was just crazy. That's fucking crazy. It didn't feel like it was that big of a, a, a song or anything. You didn't know it was going to go on to. Sometimes you could just feel the energy. Like, mm. me being me. Like, the way I feel about energy and shit. Back then, I didn't even know, like, what I was manifesting, like, what, like, all the shit I'm feeling, because I'm so young. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, whoever this nigga is, he got it. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? Like, he got it. Like, he owned some shit. That's you know interesting, too, though, because, you know, like, Broward County energy of, like, the energy that those fools were putting off at the time versus, like, the average young dude that I meet from Atlanta. Like, average dude I meet from Atlanta is, like, very chill, low-key, like, doesn't talk, like, all crazy and shit because it's very, like, you know, sort of street-oriented type energy. And then you look at them, too, and they were just wild as fuck screaming. And you heard in the music and shit, too, that they were just, like, crazy energetic. Uh, that, that's, like, the first step to having this shit. You doing what the fuck you want to do. Mm. That's, that's how you, nigga, really expressing himself early with this music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I came in the game, I'm expressing myself, but not as much as I'm expressing myself in this music. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Nigga off gate, expressing himself, screaming on songs, <laughs> like, just rapping about crazy shit, like, nigga, real, like, legend, like, legend. That's wild. Legend, for real. And so, see, see him be the, as big as he is, it's just crazy. So you see your career just start blowing up, your name just got way bigger, like, pretty soon after that? Nah, because really, I, I, I'll honestly say, I was bigger than X at that very moment in mm. time. So X, if you look, you can find all the tweets. He was just showing me a lot of love, like, yo, thank you, bro. And look at me, he shouted me out, and look at me. Mm. Yeah, Because yeah. of that, Shout you know what I'm saying? Him. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because of that, like, because I showed him love early. Like, Uno and finally came to the studio, and them niggas, like, no, they cool. They cool now, we cool now. They were just acting kind of weird, because, you know, they Cardi was, going, Cardi was up back then. So mm. that's when Cardi was like, Ahead of the SoundCloud way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And niggas was just acting funny like they with Cardi, you know what I'm saying? We, niggas just, so shit. You know, they came to the studio, they sat down. It's me, X, Ski, Uno, Fine, they just left. Like, niggas <laughs> sat down, hot ass room, they said, oh, it's hot as fucking here. And niggas got up and left on some like other shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And I know these niggas. Like, we we grew up around these niggas. We know these niggas. My, I, my first song with Cardi, I got right. another song with Uno. But that might be you now. If somebody was trying to get you to hop in the studio and it was hot as fuck in there, you if might I be, fuck with you, nah. If I fuck with you in this love, 
and we gonna record. We gonna rock out. This rock star shit, this shit can't change me. Just you know what I'm saying? Just cause I got money, or I can be comfortable at home, nigga. We living life, we having fun. You know what I'm saying? If I support you, and you you ain't in the big studio, and you in your closet, and I pull up, we gonna record. Yeah, it's crazy though because nowadays it's like at that time. People like y'all could have been out there just making music and shit, and there weren't labels calling. Whereas now, when as soon as a dude starts to get hot, labels are on them. Like before, they're even able to really have that like underground phase of their career and shit. It's crazy. I, 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 rap game changing right mm. before our eyes. Like the whole music shit's changing right before our eyes. Like nowadays, I feel like everybody just shit oversaturated as fuck, mm. and niggas can't even decipher real talent and real niggas. From all this clout shit, mm. you know what I'm saying? And people, people are so quick. Like people just, I feel like people they, they like what other people like. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's all about a bandwagon and following the trend. Nigga could be the assest shit in the world, but it just say some funny shit in the song, some stupid shit, mm. and the whole world gonna like gas it up. You know what I'm saying? When you got real talented artists coming out of this shit, like niggas making timeless music, it's gonna inspire people, mm. help people. Mentally, you know what I'm saying? Emotionally, they ignoring it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not what's cool right now. It's this whole clout wave. Yeah, it's almost like Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube, and all this shit. Like, none of that shit was established the same way it is now. And at that time, when y'all were coming out and shit, it did feel like there was a different shit going on in the sense that, like, everybody was really excited about finding out about all the new young artists. Back then, it wasn't that many. It wasn't yeah. that many of us. Like, niggas, like, Niggas like me, niggas like Cardi, niggas like Key, um, them first niggas. Who else? Who else pioneering this real like new wave of sound? This SoundCloud shit didn't open the door. Cardi. Heard Cardi a couple he, times. He definitely Key opened the door for a lot of niggas. Like Key opened the door for Twenty One. To in my mm, eyes, he did. He opened the door. You know what I'm saying? This Key's ridiculous. That's Seven 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 Project. I listen to niggas sleep a on thousand it. times. Niggas sleep on it. Key mm. is a fucking legend. If you actually look at like the gonna, numbers that his shit does, it's like it's just not fair. It's not right. Like why is his shit not as popping as it should be? I don't I know. Be if thinking he, the same shit. He don't got enough face tats. But I basically just really like summed it all up. You know what I'm saying? That's why. Mm. That's why. That's why shit fucked up. But it'll be over with soon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying real shit going real shit gonna last. How do you meet Future and, and what's that relationship about? Um shit, nigga. It's big, bro. Niggas just like. I met him. I met him through um. I met him through a lot of ways, through a couple ways. A couple people was trying to like put it, you know, together. Like yo, bands like the next one. Uh huh. Yeah, I gotta like fuck, you gotta fuck with them type of shit. But Scooter, I made a song called Young Scooter. That's how you met him. That's what I always wondered. Yeah, I made a song called Young Scooter because Young Scooter really like one of my favorite rappers. Same, Young Scooter, one of my all time favorites, and said that he's down to do the interview when he's out here. So got to, but it's like it's like growing up. Nigga really like juggy finessing, like down bagging out the mud, like that's real struggle music. Mm. So when I listen to Young Scooter, that shit just speaks to my soul, like, like you know what I'm saying? That shit just give me hope, like get out of that shit really was giving me hope back then. So that's just, like my favorite rapper. So you made that I, song. I made the song like we get into. I feel like Young Scooter. Everybody tag Young Scooter. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Scooter hit me up. He was fucking with it, but I ain't hit him up like, hey, I'm trying to be this that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Which is like. Appreciate the love, bro. Like they're crazy. Damn. Um, who was funny? Original funny. You know. Uh-huh. You know funny. Thousand band funny. Or no, you got another funny. funny. Who's he that? Made, he made the fandanas with the S on it. No, I don't know. Bro, he like Atlanta legend when it comes to that. And you've seen him. Like okay. you've seen him definitely. See, I really will show you. But basically, funny. Um, back then, 
me and Fonny was like just doing a lot of shit. Like I was doing shooting for his brand. We was talking a lot, I was sending him back and forth songs and shit, like, you know, cause he was like really just being a big role, like, oh, you finna go up, bro, like I fuck with the music, whatever. He had a connection with Scooter and Ebony. That's one of Future's managers. Okay. Like, um, they was in the studio, Cam Kirk studio, finally told me. Scooter was doing a photo shoot, Ebony was there, he played my song for Scooter. Like, you know, the young nigga you was fucking with, Bash, this is music, bro. Like, bro, you need to you need to fuck with him. Like, I need to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I guess that another person, another way. Um, then one day I'm out. I'm out. Um, with nigga Perry. We was we was somewhere in Atlanta, like a little bar or something, get some Mexican food at late at night. And nigga Future and Scooter just called me. Future's like, bro, like, bro, whatever you need, whatever you wanna do, bro, like, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just want you to be game, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Type shit. And it's like he fucking with the shit, he fucking with the movement, he fucking mm-hmm. with me. There you go. Now we got that shit going. That's crazy. Were you actually in the studio with him for the the collab that you have on the tape, on the project that you just put out? Oh yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. The whole project, but the way this shit was orchestrated, it's like crazy. Why? Because you weren't His really able to be over the, the span of like two years. You weren't able to be in the studio with everybody that often because of your situation. I come. I come, I come sometimes. Mm. Sometimes I pull up to the studio if I can. You know what I'm saying? But are you just bored as fuck in the house because you've been in the house for years? Um, we lit every day. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to make fun? I make fun, fun out of it? Bro, this is my life. I don't know nothing else. I can't remember. You know what I'm saying? I can't even remember what it's like to literally be like a f- like free. Like mm. free. Like literally right now I could get up, walk out of this interview and go take a flight to Africa. You, you can't even imagine what it would be like to be what able to like, just like, do that shit. Like wake up and just be like, shit, bro, what y'all niggas want to do? Let's go anywhere in the whole world. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be kind of overwhelming if and when you do get to that point, huh? Nah, I'm ready. <laughs> it's my fourth year. Ready to live? I'm ready to live, bro. Like, I'm ready to live. Like I got all this shit, all these fans, all these shows. You know what I'm saying? Like Life is shit really is doing. You know what I'm, I'm doing? I'm, we doing it. Yeah. We did it. You know what I'm saying? Have you had to cancel tours because of this shit? Plenty I saw somebody complaining about People that. People invited me to headline tours with them. Mm. Can't go. Big money, like, oh, bro, you can make this much amount of money on this huge tour. Can't do it. Damn. You know, can't do it. That's crazy. But, you know, I don't, I don't never, I don't ever think of it as a bad thing. Or like, I mean, you're only 20. It's not a bad thing, bro. Like, if, if it doesn't happen, it just wasn't meant. What's mine going to come? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This shit, Destin. I'm going to be where I need to be. Do you feel though like you have like a sentence hanging over your head like there's a chance that you might just get locked up and that all this is just gonna like do you live in fear of that? I don't live in fear of nothing but God, but really, nah, because it's all up to me. It's all up to me now. If if I, if I was to just crash out, just start crashing out and just say I commit another crime, I just go out shoot a nigga in L.A. or some crazy shit. Hell yeah, I'm going to jail for life. Uh-huh. Let me get a, they're gonna give me an L. Um, other than that, God got me. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't nothing go wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really like living fear of no sentence hanging over my head because for me to get this far, can't just, you know, mm-hmm. what? I know God got a whole plan for me, a whole a whole bunch of shit that's going to happen. Definitely. It's not, the, it's not the end, it's the beginning. You do know what you, I'm saying? Do you have the X verse on that song that isn't actually on the album? 
the, the, I'm not ready to say go. So does the verse exists, or could you just not get it from the label? It's not a verse. See, really, we just created a timeless song. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you listen to the hook in the second half, he's singing on the hook, mm -hmm. ready, set, go. Okay. Me. Nowadays, I feel like people, like, you expect a song to be like exactly the way that you envisioned it, bro. It don't right. gotta be that. It has to have a verse okay. in a lot of people's minds. Yeah, it gotta have a verse that it don't, bro. Like, this is what X left us with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This is what he left me with. Like, you heard, you heard the funk, bro. I can't wait to get on this song. I'm on this song, bro. This shit crazy. Da, da, da. And this is what he left us with. You know what I'm saying? This is what I this, And I, I made it a beautiful masterpiece out of it. Yeah. For the fans. So for niggas to hate and and, and come at me like on some on some bullshit, it's like, what like what do y'all want y'all want me to keep it? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Y'all don't want me to use it at all. Like, y'all not want to hear it. You feel me? Right. They don't appreciate it. It's disrespectful. I feel right. like it's disrespectful to really X and me and the music overall. Like y'all niggas like. We doing this for y'all. I put this together for y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Made it work out. Mm. So y'all can hear X. Definitely. Uh, but do you know Greedo? Yeah, Wizard Studio made that song. Oh, for real? Yeah. In Atlanta or here? LA. Wow. What was that energy like between y'all? Crazy. Real nigga. You meet another real nigga is like it's a good feeling. Mm. He's a wild man. It's like what version of Greedo did you get? Because you could get turned up Greedo. He was chilling get... like, bro. He came in. <laughs> And I feel like a lot of the older, older artists and shit, like real niggas, they like, oh yeah, he go, he got it. So he just instantly tried to like, like, but his song hard as hell. He seen what I was trying to do. He was like trying to guide me a little bit with, you know what I'm saying? Like using that was my first time using autotune. Really? So Ready Set Go is such a legendary song to me. That was my first like song where I said I'm finna push the boundaries with my sound. Uh -huh. You know, like before that. You know the old bands, Money So Long bands, like yeah. bands, like all that shit. Like I'm rapping, it's just straight rap. It's not even that melodic. This shit, that day, literally, I'm, I'm like, I know I'm talented as fuck. I know I can do anything I put my mind to musically. Uh -huh. Today, I'm not, I'm not finna hold back nothing. I'm finna get in the studio. I'm finna just go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. However, 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 like I'm finna make that shit happen. Do you feel like because your career was stalled out a little bit because of the court shit that you? kind of had some of your style like stolen by people along the way since you weren't able to just be out there in people's faces with that style? For sure, but it all happened for a reason because you want to know something? Say niggas didn't steal my old style. Say niggas didn't run off with the old swag. I wouldn't be making a new swag because that shit had been working so good. This is the music I want to make. Mm. Y'all can have that shit. I did that shit. You know I did it better than y'all because it's mine. Mm. When something genuinely yours that niggas can't, niggas can't imitate it better than you. Than the originator. Yeah. Because I created this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, nah. I mean, niggas stole it, but they can have it. Right. I don't take no offense to it. Only thing I ever took offense to was niggas like saying bands in the front of their songs. <laughs> Shit like that. Like, you it's cool? like a real, like, you cool with stamp, that's how I stamped my song. You, you know feel like Comethazine took your shit with that? Nah, not him. He made a song like about bands. Like, right. with bands, bands, bands. But I'm talking about niggas like using it as an ad lib. Like you're using it. Mm. You're using the way I stamp my songs in the exact same context as me in the exact same way as me. Right. Why? Mm. You couldn't think of nothing else to say before your songs. I literally sat here and thought about that shit. Yeah. Like back in the day, I used to think about that shit. Like, okay, niggas gotta know who I am when I come on the song. Nigga, I gotta stamp this shit. Yeah. So I, money so long. Like, bands. Like, I thought about this shit. You know what I'm saying? It came naturally, mm. but then it clicked. That's 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 me. You know my favorite young band song is uh, "No Cap" with Reese. She hard. That's a classic. She hard. I got in the studio, recorded that in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Years of the day. 
15 minutes, ran through that shit. Like, in the studio, he just put up the beat. We went out the studio, went back and forth. One take, one take, the whole song. Right. You uh, Was that filmed, like, right outside your crib and shit, so you wouldn't have to... Filmed right outside the house. Mama, mama old house. Mm. Right outside the house. Nigga pulled up. He brought me some clothes. <laughs> um, from my year. They pulled some clothes. Me and nigga threw that shit on. No shirt. I was in the house chilling. Put that shit on. Walked outside. Shot it. Beautiful thing. Reese is underrated. Underrated as fuck. I've been doing the same for a long ass time. Actually, he, he belongs in that ca- that category of like underrated MCs from a couple of years ago in Atlanta and shit. Reese is a pioneer in this shit too. He had his own um, Gold House. Mm. I was such sofas. Yeah. In my Gold House. I just like listen to that shit for real. You know what I'm talking about, Rick? No. That Gold House shit? No. That shit was like a little old SoundCloud smash too. Yeah. How'd you uh how'd you make the Thug and Gunner collaboration happen? Yeah, I'm putting the project together. This is what I wanted on the song. So this song, okay. Gunna, slime on this song. You just reached out? Put it up to the studio. Oh, you did? Open it up. That's all I love. That's family. Like, why I said free band is family. Like, uh-huh. Knocked it out. That's crazy. So you got connections just like that. Um, why'd you start trolling Yachty in the first place? Like, where do you want to start with that? What well, where did it actually start? Because the oldest thing that I'm aware of is just a comment that you left on Instagram basically calling him fat on a video of him performing live. Bro, that, like, nigga, that's how I felt. <laughs> nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> shit, that's how I felt. Like, it wasn't even, it still, it still was a joke. Niggas just take shit overly offensively when they hating. When you already hating on a nigga and he say something to you, and he say something, nigga, I'm getting his feelings. Niggas didn't feel it. So man. you didn't really have a real problem with him before that? I mean, if I had a real problem, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, like, if I if I had a real, real problem and mm-hmm. I felt some type of way, nigga, I wouldn't be commenting nothing about you. Mm-hmm. I'd be trying to find you. Yeah, but you're trying to, like, provoke him when you leave a comment like that, right? Like, you you know that he's going to say something or at least feel some kind of way. I mean, I really, this this thing about it, me, I got, I'm in my head, so I'm not necessarily trying to provoke shit, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Nigga, I thought that shit was funny. I seen it, and I commented what I wanted to comment. Mm. Niggas too big to be, like, starting, like, you going on the internet with shit, you know what I'm saying? Because niggas insecure, niggas feel tried. But you're kind of too big to just be, like, talking shit about somebody and thinking it ain't going to turn into something. Like, you're out here still acting like you're just, like, a regular dude. Like, people ain't going to give a fuck if you just... Because, like, calling some random dude fat in the comments is, like, that. everybody who ain't famous gets to do that, and nobody thinks shit about it. But once you're famous, then all of a sudden it's a thing. That's what I'm telling you, Adam. I'm still a regular dude, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, that, that's how I'm gonna stay. That's how I'm gonna stay growing, evolving, mm-hmm. being myself, being regular. As soon as you get caught up in that, oh, I'm, a, I'm this kind of nigga. I'm, I'm this status. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't say that. That's when you just get into that rap shit. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to stay as down to earth as possible and remain true to me. You know what I'm saying? If I want to say something. I'm gonna say that shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Shit. This is what it is. It really don't even be a big deal. I can see like certain topics and certain like shit. Okay, like, you know what I'm saying? Might lay off of that. If it's like bad, like, you know what I'm saying? Really like huge. Nigga literally said, bro, you eat another honey bun. <laughs> you gonna you gonna kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll admit it's kinda of funny, but at the same time, you know, it's like there's certain people that you just wanna stay on good terms with or whatever, so you're just not gonna like Say whatever is at the top of your head at that moment, and it's like you know, it's like you got to make that decision. It's bro, just even, interesting. Even, that even if it was a nigga I fuck with, not commented that, mm. nigga could laugh. Mm. Jake, cause nigga fat every day. 
Right, but that's your friend. I used to call him Dirty White Boy. <laughs> dirty White Boy. But that's not really, like, I don't think, nobody, no white dude is going to hear you say dirty white boy and really get offended. But if you say, like, some shit about somebody being fat and how they're going to kill somebody if they stage dive, then I could definitely see somebody being offended by that. Go to the gym, nigga. <laughs> Fuck what I'm telling you. I don't yeah, get mad at me. But you out here weighing, like, 89 pounds of shit. You're lucky. Me and Yachty, we're victims of the same struggle. We eat too much. We're going to get fat. True. I'm trying to get, like, I'm trying to get, like, I'm trying to get fat. Okay. I'm tired of being skinny, bro. It don't look like it's gonna happen on you. You got like a skeleton type figure going on. Not gonna happen. No. Nope. You just you gotta start eating the right shit. You need to get some weight gainers, some protein powders. Well, it won't work. (laughs) Is it the same uh, same energy with academics that you just felt like roasting him or something? Where'd that come from? Nah, that shit was real. I really felt some type of weight. Actually, like what were you pissed off about? Rarely, I'm gonna feel some type of weight about some shit Uh a nigga doing the rap like this rap shit. Cause it's not, it's never personal. You know what I'm saying? It's never really that personal, until I have a personal relationship. Mainly, that's my brother. Okay. I really love this nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, like, that's my brother. It was something so, about Melly so, that he said. Nigga, when Melly got locked up, he was really like, to me in my eyes, he throwing a lot of salt. He throwing salt. Mm. He throwing accusations. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of lame shit. We the number one media source. You know what I'm saying? One of the number one media sources do like in this rap shit. First of all, you a black man. This man faced some real charges, mm. and I feel some type of way because I done faced real charges, and I done been niggas done accused me of shit and lied on me and said this and said that, making people think it's something that is not. You get what I'm saying? So when he, I look, I look at the video. I'm in my bed, chilling on, on YouTube. I see the video. Melly, Melly just left my house. A nigga just called me, about to turn, about to turn himself in. You get what I'm saying? I'm like damn. I go, I go on um, YouTube. I see academics just just talking talking crazy, like niggas killing their own friends out here, <laughs> da, 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 da da da, like all this crazy, all this police ass lame shit. Like, mm. I'm like, bro, like this shit ain't even right. Like, so I basically I just tweeted like this nigga did your academics the police, but I really felt some type of way about that shit. Mm-hmm. Like you really need to take that down. Why you what are you doing out here? Bring another black man down, right? Accuse him of some shit you don't even know at all what the situation is. So now you're putting it in everybody's brain that that's what's going on. That's true. You know? But that's what the media does and what the cops do is that they put out, like, if they're going to try somebody for a case, like somebody with Melly, where they had time to, like, build up their case. See, and that's they, what the cops do. They, they <laughs> want to make you look guilty to the that's public the beforehand. Do. I know, but I would say that sometimes, I'm not even saying this about academics, but some people, they do tend to, like, you hear the cops' version of the story and they just run with it 100%. And then later on, you'll find out that maybe shit didn't go down, or at least they can't prove that shit went down the so, way that they're acting. Why you saying that, academics? Whose side is you on? I mean, I don't really give a shit, honestly. Like, what are you saying? (laughs) You doing what the cops do? Yeah. In front of the whole world, the whole world is about to look at this shit. Mm. What are you doing? You another black man? Don't do that. Don't do that to to niggas. Like that's that shit. That's out of line. Do you think that he overreacted by attacking you personally and really attacking your album and telling you that you're gonna fail and all this aggressive ass shit? I don't give a fuck about none of that shit, man. Mm. Nigga gonna hate regardless. Nigga on top, but really, who are you, academics? Honestly, who are you? you? You cover niggas like me. That's what you do. That's your job, to talk about niggas like me, to talk about other artists. Right now, bro, you're not even doing your job. They need to give your job away because you hating on niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You're supposed to just cover the news and keep going on about your day. Who do you think you are? Like You, you hating on niggas. You want some real like weird, lame shit. And mm, it's like when when... 
when you say some shit that's true about a nigga, see a nigga can say, oh, Benz, you a bitch, you this, you a hoe. Um, what do you say, you gonna flop, your music's trash, you ass. Nigga, I know it's not, I'm mm -hmm. not offended. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know it, I'm not offended. As soon as a nigga hit you with, the, with some facts, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, like, them the people who argue the best, like, them the people who make people, like, go crazy. Like, nigga say some straight, true ass shit. You know, like, when you talking shit with your friends, like, mm -hmm. back in the day as a kid, you all joining, and then, like, somebody say some shit, everybody laugh, and the nigga just come, Boy, you wear that shirt yesterday. You had them drawers on yesterday, dirty ass nigga. <laughs> 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 nigga be mad as fuck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So basically, I feel like I just triggered them. Like, <laughs> I triggered them because shit is for real. Yeah. Well, there you go. You triggered, but it's cool. But you, like, that's the interesting thing is that a lot of people in the music industry, especially the artists, that they would keep their mouth shut if they had a problem with somebody that a public figure like him was having because they want to be able to be, to get favorable treatment. In the media from and that's that cool, person. Like, that's cool. See, I, I I hit I hit him up before, way before before I was even, you know what I'm saying, as big as I am now. Like support this, mm. support this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going up, niggas. Everybody see me. I'm going big, nigga. Cover this shit so she can get more steam. Mm. Nigga, respond. He he didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? He left me on red and DM. As soon as I started beefing with Russ, mm. yo, bands, let's get on live stream tonight. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Let's get on live stream. Let's talk, bro. Here's my number. Call me. You know what I'm saying? On some lame shit. So as soon as me and him get into it, you post DM saying basically saying, "Oh, this nigga reached out to me." What he was talking shit saying, "Oh, this nigga reached out to me." Da 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 da. Duh, stupid. <laughs> you ain't say nothing because you, you lame. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Some lame shit, but you reach out to me as soon as it's something negative. Right. That's what I don't like. Mm. He was coming at Melly in a negative way. Nigga been showing me any type of attention in a negative way. Mm. Some people get addicted to that shit because they realize that they're, it's so much easier to make content about negative shit happening than to make content that like elevates an artist. You know? That's what the difference when you're doing interviews and shit is that for the most part, like the energy I get from people is like super good because I'm really just giving them a place to come and talk about their shit and I'm not really like. And I appreciate it. That, yeah. That's why I came. That's why I DM tried, bro. We're going to come talk. Yeah, I appreciate I, that. I watch your interviews. I'm I like, met you okay. in the club. Adam. Yeah, for in sure. Chicago. In Chicago. <laughs> it, was it was all love. That I was really it. appreciate that shit. Like, niggas not like that, bro. Everybody got these weird ass egos and shit. Niggas be trying to get you down to interrogate you about some negative shit instead of really talking about what matters mm. in this music shit for the culture, like for the culture of music, like, okay, we're talking about the real shit, like, mm. yo, your project just went up, you know what I'm saying, the song was this, that. Mm. That's what that's what we want to hear, that's what we want to talk about. We, you know, we're going we gonna to cover all the beef, all the negative shit too, because mm -hmm. the world got to know what's really going on, you know what I'm saying, on both ends, but... You, uh, I, you, I, just, I just don't like, bro. You I, want me to ask fucking a question, another question about the album? Let me say this. Why does the first song have an EDM breakdown? You was off the Molly? <laughs> <laughs> nah, like. Allegedly. Um, really, what happened was, like, bro, I'm really in tune with this music shit. Mm. People love that EDM shit. You know what I'm saying? The song turned is lit. I got to add another um, aspect to it. Mm. Like, musically, bro, I want to be the best. In all avenues. I'm not just no rapper. I'm not no rapper. I'm an artist. I'm a pop star. I'm a rock star. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. You got to take those if you risks. you like it, you like it. The first half, you got going wild on rapping. 
The second half, you got a whole EDM breakdown. The shit sound amazing. Mm -hmm. So people who like that shit, she was like, probably like, whoa. You know, yeah. some next shit. You coming for the white kids too? I'm coming for everybody. I'm coming mm -hmm. for the whole world. All those bros who are like fucking pumping their fists and shit. They got an affliction shirt on. They could still get down. They'd be like not feeling the song. Just think and about it. That this, shit this, hits. This, this, this is what I think about. <clears throat> that shit switch over. We had a festival. They got the lights going crazy. That shit break down. No white people gonna be like this. Oh my god! Dude, <laughs> <laughs> going crazy. There you lights go. gonna be hitting everywhere. Can't wait. As soon as you see that, you're gonna be like, yes, I made the right decision. Made the right decision. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Niggas hate on the internet, bro. Just like you said, people get scooped up into the negativity, and once you're in the negative, when you're in the negative shit, that's what niggas feed off of. I swear to God, I love my haters, bro. You wanna know I love the haters? They make me laugh every day. Mm. I literally, they put a smile on my face. Like, I know, I know, I know my fans love to put a smile on my face. I go on Instagram, and then a nigga comment some shit. Oh, this shit's fucking trash. I click on a nigga page. Nigga like five followers, lame as hell. <laughs> Look crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. Then you think about him saying that shit to me. It's like it's just a joke. It's just funny. Cause that's the the criticism that people try to throw on you is like, oh, young bands can go viral on Twitter, but you can make a hit song. I heard people say that about you before. What's your reaction to that? Um, go listen. To Misunderstood. Mm. It's out now. Dropped yesterday. Go listen. Tell me. Tell me that I'm. You know what I'm saying? Can I make a hit song or mm -hmm. not? I like it. I'm feeling the project. For sure. After this, I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to listen to it again when I'm on my way to shoot this porno movie. For sure. Appreciate what it. That is. Um, yeah, because you really, that's what's interesting about you is that there's been different moves over the years that I've seen you make where I was like, I don't understand tactically why he did that. But I guess it really is just you being yourself. Like when you diss Lil Xan on Twitter and made him sad and probably cry, I like didn't really understand, but I'm guessing that that was just how you were feeling at the time. What, what happened with that shit, Jay? Because I forgot about Lil Xan. Like, Lil Xan. You did a song with him or something at some point, and then you just randomly oh, yeah. on Twitter said, like, I wish I didn't do that song with Lil Xan. He didn't post a song. Oh, so Niggas got to stop showing fake love, bro. Mm. This rap shit is just too oversaturated with fake fuck niggas, bro, and that shit just made me sick. And I'm not even directing this towards Lil Xan directly. I'm directing this towards all these fake-ass, lame-ass niggas, like... That ain't it. Mm. So I feel like it's my job as a real nigga to be real at all times. And if niggas showing me fake love and act, trying to act like you real and you on some fake shit, I might just say something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I might just say, oh, I regret even fucking with that nigga. That nigga I ain't gonna say what I said. I, I made like a tweet and I don't even think it was that bad. I was just mm. like, the fans really mad at me for doing a song with them. And I was just like, yeah, I really shouldn't do the song with that nigga. He on some lame shit. You feel like, because like you're talking about that experience of going doing the song with Ski and X and how it was like dope ass experience with people that you just met that you really fucked with. And then you're talking about the Lil Xan thing. Does that make you feel like you were at a certain point too open minded to doing songs with people that you didn't really know as well? It'd be Jake. <laughs> I'm blaming on Jake. <laughs> no, it'd really be Jake. Like, if, if you see me in the studio with like a, a up and coming artist mm -hmm. most of the time, New artists, like, and we just totally different. It's probably because Jason and brought in fire. You have to blow up, like, y'all need y'all make a crazy song together. Bro, it's all for the music. I love music, bro. I love making music. I want to see what this shit sound like. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say I like me new people, mm -hmm. but I, like, real people, like, 
within music do the same thing I do and love it the same way I do, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it just don't be that. Majority of the time it don't be that. Well, that's what you get when you put a dirty white boy in charge of your career. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> He's just staring at him like, what the fuck did I do? So uh, you and Russ cool now, or, or is that still still high out on the streets of Atlanta? Come on, Adam. <laughs> I don't even Russ. He don't want no smoke. Yeah. No smoke. But the story was was that you basically kind of tried to squash it and were apologetic, and then he claims that then you went online and said that your manager took your phone and tweeted the apology yeah. so or whatever. This, so, so this is what it is. I'm gonna keep it all the way at hundred. I'm gonna keep it all the way at thousand. Basically, bro, I don't give a fuck. I promise you, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Literally, Russ was, I guess, feeling butthurt. He was feeling sad like Lil Xan. The niggas was trolling him. He was on some sad shit. He reached out to Reese LaFleur. Mm. I, I look at Reese like a bit rudder to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he older, he a little bit wild. He like bands. Literally. Call Reese, nigga, like begging me, like, bro, just talk to the man, bro. Like, he really feels the type of way. He wants y'all, he, bro, he want to squash it. Like, he don't, that shit be rubbing him the wrong way. Talk to the man. So I'm like, I'm really like, bro, I really don't give a fuck, Reese. Like, you know what I'm saying? We trolling, but the nigga know that. Who, who cares, bro? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Bro, talk to the man, bro. You know what I'm saying? So Russ called me, he reached out. Reese gave my number. I was in the bathroom, nigga, Russ called me, and we talked. As a real nigga, I understood where he was coming from. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I understood where he was coming from. But I still was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? When I told like Jake and I told my managers, like, oh, the nigga reaching out, you know what I'm saying? They're like, bro, wasn't you like that? Bro, come on, bro. Like, just, just, you know what I'm saying? Squash it, da 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 da. Da 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 da. So nigga just begged me all day just to squash this little beef or whatever. And I didn't think nothing of it. Like, I didn't think nothing of it. Like, shit, okay, cool. Like, this is what my team want me to do. See, sometimes you gotta take the advice of your team, from mm -hmm. your team. But then sometimes it's like, man, really, like, fuck all that. I just do me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit, we squashed it. Like, we squashed it. You know what I'm saying? We squashed it. But then you just weren't. Me, just, me, just me being cool. Literally, just mm -hmm. me being cool. Despite all the internet shit, nigga felt the type of way. But then, like, the next really. day, you didn't really feel the same way? Fuck all that. <laughs> fuck all that because. Got Russ was on some lame shit. Oh yeah, he was on some lame shit. So this, 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 this is what was lame about it. Cause I don't give a fuck about apologizing or I didn't even apologize. I was like, yeah, it's good, whatever, cool. You know what I'm saying? We cool, it's good. Nigga feels the type of way. Well, it pissed me off. The nigga like the fans came off the gate like, oh, bands is um scared of Russ. That's why he did that, bro. I don't give a fuck, Russ. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. You. Literally, like, called me and begged me, like, basically just had the internet stop trolling you, like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Cause we leading that shit. I think at that time, me and Lil Pump was trolling him. So we leading that shit. He like, bro, like, just please, like, don't do that. Like, da 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 da. I don't wanna be the punching bag of the industry. That's what he was saying. I don't wanna be a punching bag in the industry, some shit like that. It's funny. So I'm like, bro, you gotta let these folks know. I just probably, like, told them stop trolling you. Right. You gotta let these folks know the nigga, you called me and you wanted that. You wanted an apology. Like, you, you, you know what I'm saying? I was being cool. But not scared, not it, in fear. You beat up Smoke Perk, you didn't beat me up. But isn't it funny that throughout all that of you and Pump and whoever talking shit about him, that none, none of us even thought that he like gave a fuck or knew or like even like, like no, nobody, because he never reacted to it. So we like, you're like basically trolling, but thinking that he's not ever going to say anything. 
from everybody takes shit differently. Everybody mind move differently. Yeah. Certain shit really do fuck with niggas. You know that certain shit fuck with niggas, but really mm. that shit shouldn't fuck with us. Cause nigga, don't don't you? Ain't he rich as fuck? I mean, seems like it. Rich as fuck, he having like nigga, nigga trolling the internet. Who cares? Mm. You getting money, nigga? That shit even better. All publicity is good publicity at the end of the day, bro. Mm. So basically, I just told him I called him and I said, bro, look, these fans saying this, nigga, you need to go ahead and straighten that out. Cause nobody's scared of him. He was like, nah, bro. Like trying to be big dog, like. Like, I guess he liked it, that shit. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, yeah, you a real lame. Fuck all that. It's back up. Now it's stuck. Mm. I don't care. So now it's for life. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, it's nothing now. This point, shit's so old. War in Atlanta. Hope the cops ain't listening. <laughs> um, so what are you going to be doing to, in terms of, like, really pushing this album and shit? You got any plans? Are you even able to go on tours? They said war in Atlanta with Russ. <laughs> you just that's realized funny. what I said. Like, that's, that's a real, that's a joke. <laughs> Uh, I was just trolling too, so what, I don't really what, what you mean though? Uh like are you going on a tour for this project? You got anything in particular in mind to push it? Oh misunderstood tour. Mm. There we go. When's that happening? I don't know yet. Soon we trying to hit it ASAP. Right. Probably just came out, we're going crazy, like, let's go. Let's go. Won't lose no steam. Be out here with the fans. I just love interacting with the fans. Mm. At the end of the day, this shit really like mainly about the fans. Yeah. Overall, it's about the fans. Like, fans of people who love me, people who support me, who enjoy seeing me. I'm doing this for y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to be all my fans. I want to be like one with my fans. Mm -hmm. Tap in with my fans. Understand my fans. Learn them. See them. It's beautiful. Like, these my fans. These like people who support me and love me. What I do. Nurture your cult. Exactly. That's what it is. So I'm gonna get straight into it. Get straight into it. We get into it. I feel like that's good. Like jewel scooter over there. Okay. How many jewels you got? One. I lose all the jewels. Yeah. These bitches, they just, they just like run away. Yep. I see Juice World lose like eight fucking jewels in a night. And now I know that you can smoke it through a fucking mask too. If I was ever gonna commit a robbery, I, I might need to know that actually. You don't smoke jewels. Hell no, big clouds. Um, I smoke blunts and spliffs. But I'm trying to quit blunts and just be on the spliffs full time. If I could smoke weed, I would never pick up a jewel. I really don't even like it that much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just like, it's cool. It relaxes you a little bit. Like, it's cool. It's a habit. You know, it's a habit just like smoking. I went to England and didn't have weed for like a day or two. And I started smoking cigarettes and I can't do it. I just don't like it that much. It's kind of addictive though, even just though I don't like it. it. Just keep doing stop. it. <laughs> I can stop for one or two. You should. Heard that so it'll kill you. Uh, yo, I appreciate you coming in, man. Sure. It's been a good-ass time. You got a message to the world? Misunderstood. I'm not going to get that shit. One-on-one, -on -one, we're taking over the world. Mm-hmm. It's a one-on-one -on -one world. You need to living in. Let's go. Facts. Let's get it. Young Bands, No Jumper. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, and subscribe. Slack. All that. Appreciate y'all.